0: Chapter 18 of De Sophisticus Elenchis by Aristotle. Translated by W. A. Pickard, Cambridge. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Chapter 18 inasmuch as a proper solution is an exposure of false reasoning showing on what kind of question the falsity depends and whereas false reasoning has a double meaning for it is used either if a false conclusion has been proved or if there is only an apparent proof and no real one there must be both the kind of solution just described and also the correction of a merely apparent proof so as to show upon which of the questions the appearance depends thus it comes about that one solves arguments that are properly reasoned by demolishing them whereas one solves merely apparent arguments by drawing distinctions again inasmuch as of arguments that are properly reasoned some have a true and others a false conclusion those that are false in respect of their conclusion it is possible to solve in two ways for it is possible both by demolishing one of the premises asked and by showing that the conclusion is not the real state of the case those on the other hand that are false in respect of their premises can be solved only by a demolition of one of them for the conclusion is true so that those who wish to solve an argument should in the first place look and see if it is properly reasoned or is unreasoned and next whether the conclusion be true or false in order that we may effect the solution either by drawing some distinction or by demolishing something and demolishing it either in this way or in that as was laid down before there is a very great deal of difference between solving an argument when being subjected to questions and when not, for to foresee traps is difficult, whereas to see them at one's leisure is easier. Chapter 19 Of the refutations, then, that depend upon ambiguity and amphiboly, some contain some question with more than one meaning, while others contain a conclusion bearing a number of senses e g in the proof that speaking of the silent is possible the conclusion has a double meaning while in the proof that he who knows does not understand what he knows one of the questions contains an amphiboly also the double-edged saying is true in one context but not in another it means something that is and something that is not whenever then the many senses lie in the conclusion no refutation takes place unless the sophist secures as well the contradiction of the conclusion he means to prove e g in the proof that quote, seeing of the blind close quote, is possible for without the contradiction there was no refutation Whenever, on the other hand, the many senses lie in the questions, there is no necessity to begin by denying the double edged premise, for this was not the goal of the argument, but only its support. At the start, then, one should reply with regard to an ambiguity, whether of a term or of a phrase, in this manner that, quote, in one sense it is so, and in another not so. As, e.g., that speaking of the silent is in one sense possible but in another not possible also that in one sense one should do what must needs be done but not in another for what must needs be bears a number of senses if however the ambiguity escapes one one should correct it at the end by making an addition to the question Is speaking of the silent possible? No, but to speak of A while he is silent is possible. Also, in cases which contain the ambiguity in their premises, one should reply in like manner Do people then not understand what they know? Yes, but not those who know it in the manner described for it is not the same thing to say that those who know cannot understand what they know and to say that those who know something in this particular manner cannot do so in general too even though he draws his conclusion in a quite unambiguous manner one should contend that what he has negated is not the fact which one has asserted but only its name and that therefore there is no refutation chapter twenty it is evident also how one should solve those refutations that depend upon the division and combination of words for if the expression means something different when divided and when combined as soon as one's opponent draws his conclusion one should take the expression in the contrary way all such expressions as the following depend upon the combination or division of the words was x being beaten with that with which you saw him being beaten and did you see him being beaten with that with which he was being beaten this fallacy has also in it an element of amphiboly in the questions but it really depends upon combination for the meaning that depends upon the division of the words is not really a double meaning for the expression when divided is not the same unless also the word that is pronounced according to its breathing as eros and eros is a case of double meaning in writing indeed a word is the same whenever it is written of the same letters and in the same manner and even there people nowadays put marks at the side to show the pronunciation but the spoken words are not the same accordingly an expression that depends upon division is not an ambiguous one it is evident also that not all refutations depend upon ambiguity as some people say they do the answerer then must divide the expression for quote, I saw a man being beaten with my eyes close quote, is not the same as to say quote, I saw a man being beaten with my eyes also there is the argument of euthydemus proving quote, then you know now in Sicily that there are triremes in Piraeus and again, quote, can a good man who is a cobbler be bad? Close quote. Quotes, no. Quote, but a good man may be a bad cobbler, therefore a good cobbler will be bad. Close quote. Again, quote, things the knowledge of which is good are good things to learn, aren't they? Close quote. Quotes, yes. Quote, the knowledge, however, of evil is good. Therefore, evil is a good thing to know. Yes, but you see, evil is both evil and a thing to learn, so that evil is an evil thing to learn, although the knowledge of evils is good. Again, is it true to say in the present moment that you are born? Yes. Then you are born in the present moment. Quote, "no the expression as divided has a different meaning for it is true to say in the present moment that quote, "you are born" close quote, but not quote, "you are born in the present moment" close quote, close quote. again quote, "could you do what you can and as you can" close quote. Quotes, yes quote, But when not harping, you have the power to harp, and therefore you could harp when not harping. No, he has not the power to harp while not harping, merely when he is not doing it, he has the power to do it. Some people solve this last refutation in another way as well, for they say if he has granted that he can do anything in the way he can, still it does not follow that he can harp when not harping for it has not been granted that he will do anything in every way in which he can and it is not the same thing to do a thing in the way he can and to do it in every way in which he can but evidently they do not solve it properly for of arguments that depend upon the same point the solution is the same whereas this will not fit all cases of the kind nor yet all ways of putting the questions it is valid against the questioner but not against his argument chapter twenty one accentuation gives ride to no fallacious arguments either as written or as spoken except perhaps some few that might be made up e g the following argument Quote, is U a house Close quote. quotes, yes quote, is then U the negation of Close quote. quotes yes, quote, but you said that U is a house, therefore the house is a negation. Close quote. How one should solve this is clear for the word does not mean the same when spoken with an acuter and when spoken with a graver accent chapter twenty two it is clear also how one must meet those fallacies that depend on the identical expression of things that are not identical seeing that we are in possession of the kinds of predications for the one man say has granted when asked that a term denoting a substance does not belong as an attribute while the other has shown that some attribute belongs which is in the category of relation or of quantity but is usually thought to denote a substance because of its expression e g in the following argument is it possible to be doing and to have done the same thing at the same time no but you see it is surely possible to be seeing and to have seen the same thing at the same time and in the same aspect again is any mode of passivity a mode of activity no then he is cut he is burnt he is struck by some sensible object are alike in expression and all denote some form of passivity while again to say to run to see are like one another in expression but you see to see is surely a form of being struck by a sensible object therefore it is at the same time a form of passivity and of activity close quote. suppose however that in that case any one after granting that it is not possible to do and to have done the same thing in the same time were to say that it is possible to see and to have seen it still he has not yet been refuted suppose him to say that quote, "to see" close quote, is not a form of quotes, Doing, activity, but of quotes, passivity. For this question is required as well, though he is supposed by the listener to have already granted it. When he granted that quote, to cut close quote, is a form of present, and quote, to have cut close quote, a form of past activity, and so on with the other things that have a like expression for the listener adds the rest by himself thinking the meaning to be alike whereas really the meaning is not alike though it appears to be so because of the expression the same thing happens here as happens in cases of ambiguity for in dealing with ambiguous expressions the tyro in argument supposes the sophist to have negated the fact which he the tyro affirmed and not merely the name whereas there still wants the question whether in using the ambiguous term he had a single meaning in view for if he grants that that was so the refutation will be effected like the above are also the following arguments it is asked if a man has lost what he once had and afterwards has not for a man will no longer have ten dice even though he has only lost one die no rather it is that he has lost what he had before and has not now but there is no necessity for him to have lost as much or as many things as he has not now so then he asks the questions as to what he has and draws the conclusion as to the whole number that he has for ten is a number if then he had asked to begin with whether a man, no longer having the number of things he once had, has lost the whole number, no one would have granted it, but would have said, quote, either the whole number, or one of them. Close quote. Also, there is the argument that quote, a man may give what he has not got, Close quote. for he has not got only one die. No, rather it is that he has given not what he had not got. But in a manner in which he had not got it, viz., just the one. For the word quotes, only does not signify a particular substance or quality or number, but a manner of relation, e.g., that it is not coupled with any other. It is therefore just as if he had asked, quote, Could a man give what he has not got? Close quote. and on being given the answer, quotes, No were to ask if a man could give a thing quickly when he had not got it quickly and on this being granted were to conclude that quote, "a man could give what he had not got" close quote. it is quite evident that he has not proved his point for to quote, "give quickly" close quote, is not to give a thing but to give in a certain manner and a man could certainly give a thing in a manner in which he has not got it e g he might have got it with pleasure and give it with pain like these are also all arguments of the following kind could a man strike a blow with a hand which he has not got or see with an eye which he has not got for he has not got only one eye some people solve this case where a man has more than one eye or more than one of anything else by saying also that he has only one others also solve it as they solve the refutation of the view that quote, what a man has he has received close quote. for a gave only one vote and certainly b they say has only one vote from a others again proceed by demolishing away the proposition asked and admitting that it is quite possible to have what one has not received e g to have received sweet wine but then owing to its going bad in the course of receipt to have it sour but as was said also above all these persons direct their solutions against the man not against his argument for if this were a genuine solution then suppose any one to grant the opposite he could find no solution just as happens in other cases e g suppose the true solution to be so-and-so is partly true and partly not then if the answer grants the expression without any qualification the sophist's conclusion follows if on the other hand the conclusion does not follow then that could not be the true solution and what we say in regard to the foregoing examples is that even if all the sophist's premises be granted still no proof is effected moreover the following two belong to this group of arguments if something be in writing did someone write it yes but it is now in writing that you are seated a false statement though it was true at the time when it was written therefore the statement that was written is at the same time false and true but this is fallacious for the falsity or truth of a statement or opinion indicates not a substance but a quality for the same account applies to the case of an opinion as well again quote, is what a learner learns what he learns Close quote. quotes, yes quote, but suppose some one learns quotes, slow quick Close quote. then this the sophists words denote not what the learner learns but how he learns it. Also, quote, does a man tread upon what he walks through? Close quote. Quotes, yes. Quote, but X walks through a whole day. Close quote. No, rather the words denote not what he walks through, but when he walks, just as when anyone uses the words quote, to drink the cup, close quote, he denotes not what he drinks but the vessel out of which he drinks also is it either by learning or by discovery that a man knows what he knows yes but suppose that of a pair of things he has discovered one and learned the other the pair is not known to him by either method no what he knows means Every single thing close quote, he knows individually, but this does not mean quote, all the things close quote, he knows collectively. Again, there is the proof that there is a quote, third man close quote, distinct from man and from individual men. But that is a fallacy, for quotes, man, and indeed every general predicate, denotes not an individual substance but a particular quality or the being related to something in a particular manner or something of that sort likewise also in the case of coriscus and coriscus the musician there is the problem are they the same or different for the one denotes an individual substance and the other a quality so that it cannot be isolated though it is not the isolation which creates the third man but the admission that it is an individual substance for man cannot be an individual substance as Callias is nor is the case improved one whit, even if one were to call the element he has isolated not an individual substance, but a quality, for there still will be the one beside the many, just as quotes, man was. It is evident, then, that one must not grant that what is a common predicate, applying to a class universally, is an individual substance, but must say that it denotes either a quality or a relation or a quantity or something of that kind chapter twenty three it is a general rule in dealing with arguments that depend on language that the solution always follows the opposite of the point on which the argument turns e g if the argument depends upon combination then the solution consists in division if upon division then in combination again if it depends on an acute accent the solution is a grave accent if on a grave accent it is an acute if it depends on ambiguity one can solve it by using the opposite term e g if you find yourself calling something inanimate despite your previous denial that it was so show in what sense it is alive if on the other hand one has declared it to be inanimate and the sophist has proved it to be animate say how it is inanimate likewise also in a case of amphiboly if the argument depends on likeness of expression the opposite will be the solution could a man give what he has not got no not what he has not got but he could give it in a way in which he has not got it e g one die by itself Does a man know, either by learning or by discovery, each thing that he knows singly? Yes, but not the things that he knows collectively. Also, a man treads perhaps on anything he walks through, but not on the time he walks through. Likewise, also in the case of the other examples. End of chapter 23. Recording in memory of Mitchell Edwards.